Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and restarts Agent May like a computer for every movie show and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind and rate our, our podcast on whatever podcast app you're using. Um, and today's episode is uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 3, Uprising. Original air date, October 11th. 2016 and here's a quick little intro of a reminder of what actually happened in the episode yo-yo is at a party in miami when the power goes out throughout the city the quote-unquote inhuman resistance group takes responsibility for the outage and demands inhumans stop being required to register or they will continue these attacks it turns out all of the power outages are caused are being caused in cities where inhumans were relocated to and the watchdogs found out and are targeting those inhumans in the power outages they are creating. The shieldies find the source of the continuous EMP and turn it off. Coulson and Simmons try to help Agent May remotely. Simmons says May will die in the next 24 hours unless she does something completely unorthodox. Dr. Radcliffe helps. They find out May and the others are being scared to death, so Radcliffe has a great idea of killing her. The power goes out right when they're about to bring her back. It's okay, though. She comes back to life. Daisy and Robbie try to go to his to see his uncle in prison, but take a detour when the power also goes out in Los Angeles, which leads to a very uneven fight. Robbie explains his powers. He heals up very fast. Later on, Gabe figures out Daisy is quick and tells her to leave and never come back. At the end, Jeffrey Mack addresses the nation about the uh, day's events. He ends by announcing S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. Hey, Tony, I said Jeffrey Mack is... what? What's the name of the <laughs> Jeffrey Mace. Mace. Ah, I forgot an E. That's okay. Jeffrey Mace addresses the nation. Ah, thank you. <laughs> All right. Although, calling him Jeffy Mac is what I'm going to be calling him for uh, the rest of ever. All right, Jeffy Mac. <laughs> All right. So let's start our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Your work is too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? Al, what's your long list of fast facts today? <laughs> uh, I do actually have one. Um, oh. You know, so in, in the episode, uh, you know, they explained that uh, Agent May was being scared to death, which is possible. Like, that, that's an actual real thing. And um, the way that they explained it, as far as I could tell, by doing a very quick a little bit of research on Wikipedia is exactly the way that they described that your body creates too much adrenaline and then you, you just die from the adrenaline in your system. Hmm. Uh, Technically any emotion can do that. uh, But scared is usually the one that like makes the most because, you know, (laughs) as a human, if you're in a situation where you're really scared, you're probably running from like a tiger or something. So you need the adrenaline. Yeah. That's interesting. I did not know it was possible to actually get scared to death. Yeah, I, I thought it was that. like a heart attack or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I had heard that years ago, um, but I never looked into it at all. And for once, I'm going to give them points, or one of the few times, I'm going to give the show points for like being at least close enough to real life um, in that, you know, a random person looking on Wikipedia like says, oh, okay, cool, that is real. Yay. So, yeah, like we know the, the writers at least looked on Wikipedia to double check their stuff. Yeah, which you would think is a bare minimum, but yeah. apparently not given it's really not things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um I only have two fast facts today, so this will be fast. Oh. Uh, the title Uprising refers to the uprising of the inhuman resistance, where that's what they call themselves. Also, the Zephyr uprises above the clouds to land on or the Quinjet lands on the Zephyr by uprising above it. And <laughs> Um, May's adrenaline is uprising enough to kill her. <laughs> and then she uprises from death. Yes, she does. 
Um, also, a little thing I, I liked about it, it's not really even a fact, it's just something I want to talk about for half a second, is that because of the EMP, the title screen shorts out during the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. title screen. I thought that was cool. Oh, that's a nice effect. Okay. Yeah. And that's the end of our fast facts. So, uh, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... All right, uh, who do you want to start with? You usually have much better notes than I do. I kind of have everyone grouped a little bit together. So I'll let you choose. I've got Simmons, Radcliffe, and May. I've got Yo-Yo, Daisy and Robbie, and then Mac, Fitz, and Coulson. Who should we start with? Uh, What was the first group again? Let's start with them. All right. So this is um, Simmons, Radcliffe, and a little bit of May. Okay. Yeah. So, um... The first thing, like, they're flying her to D.C., right? I don't know. Okay, so she's in D.C., right? She's at a CDC facility. That's yeah. what um, Jeffy Mack says, right? Yes. <clears throat> so. So that means that they flew Simmons to D.C.? But mm -hmm. then again, they're at... Radcliffe's house. So maybe they flew May back. Yeah, from we, Radcliffe's. Or did we establish last week where Radcliffe is? We did not. So this is actually something that I was going to be bringing up um, this mm -hmm. episode because this is where things get weird. Okay, um, later in this episode, uh, right when uh, the power goes out at, um. Radcliffe. At, uh, Radcliffe's house, right? So right when yes. they were about to bring May back to life with the paddles, um, the power goes out. And then in the next scene, or like a couple seconds later, we hear they're at the at the playground. Uh, some unknown S.H.I.E.L.D. agent is talking to the new director and he says, hey, we just lost power in part of D.C. So is that meant for us, the audience, to assume that, that Radcliffe and Simmons and May are all in D.C.? Is that the assumption? I, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. That seems awfully convenient for this episode and inconvenient for the rest of the time where our shieldies go back and forth to Radcliffe's house for, like, after work. <laughs> like, Fitz. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, I mean, we know, and, and I don't want to talk about this too much because I'm actually going to bring this exact concept up next week. Okay. Um, but, you know, one one line we get next week is that Fitz has been spending a lot of time at Radcliffe's house. Mm -hmm. You know, helping working on Ada. Um, so something weird is going on there. <laughs> I mean, next week I also have something about geography that's not related to that. <laughs> but well, I think we'll get into geography a little bit next week. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, yes. Some... Oh, I, I just wanted to, to mention for our non-U.S. listeners, um, Los oh. Angeles is on the west coast of the country and Washington, D.C. is on the east coast of the country. And a normal flight is about five hours direct. So. Just yes. throwing that out. Yeah. Mm. Also, how far is New York from DC? Uh, I have no idea how long of a flight. Probably like an hour and a half, somewhere in yeah. that range. Um, yeah. Which I mean, actually, to, yeah. And to be fair, I think in the past we had assumed that the playground is in New York. Yes. So okay. That's that's what I was thinking. But we'll we'll we've got more info next week. We'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, sounds good. All right. Yeah. Done with that conversation. Yeah. So, um, uh, Radcliffe has this scanner that scans May's brain in real time, right? Mm hmm Which reminds me a lot of uh, Killian's uh, stuff in Iron Man 3, where he could scan his brain in real time. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, Killian was a... Um, Aldrich Killian was like a transhumanist. I'm surprised they didn't tie this in by saying, like, Radcliffe worked with him or worked with AIM at one point. Because <laughs> it would be, like, it's the same type of stuff they're working on. Yeah, that actually would have been a really nice tie-in. 
Uh, yeah. and, and like you said, it would make perfect sense. <clears throat> yeah. So in my mind, they work together. Because also, Radcliffe doesn't have any morals. <laughs> yeah, and neither does AIM. So it's a, a perfect combination yeah. there. I mean, hey, maybe we'll actually see him say a line at some point later in the series. It's I true. doubt it, but... <laughs> keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> I, well, I think that's a lot of what happens with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's just keep... Just say something. Come on, guys. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, j- just a bit. I mean, you know, the series has ended, but, you know, still hoping for something. Some more crossover with the movies. Yep. <laughs> um, have we heard anything about AIM ever since Iron Man 3 ended? Um, no, but there. there are rumors about stuff in, like, the Disney Plus shows that I kind of don't want to go into in case they're true. Okay, that that's fair. Also, I mean, yeah. hell, I don't want to hear him. Uh, but yeah. okay, w- which actually makes sense, right? That's where you would probably start hearing more stuff in the uh-huh. TV shows, you know, like Agents of Shield or <laughs> you know some other TV show, like whatever's on Disney Plus. Okay, yeah. Um, let's see. So yeah, like I, I alluded to in the intro, they pretty much turned May off and back on again. Yeah, I think that would work. Uh, sure i guess um <laughs> i mean this is one of those things where like you get far enough into the sci-fi effects you're like yeah okay whatever the hell you say i guess works sure mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean i think radcliffe has been working on ada too much like when she's having a malfunction he probably does that all the time <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I guess they're in a time crunch. I'm surprised Simon goes along with this. So, well, I mean, she's not happy about it, but she does go along with it. Yeah, I, I mean, she does understand that it's probably a quick enough thing to do, right? Like, I, I guess maybe in her mind, she's thinking like, okay, this actually does seem plausible, thinking through the, the effects, like... And she has no other ideas, so at that point, you're like, well, you only have a few hours. Like you said, there's a time crunch. So, yeah. But I, I guess in her mind, she figured, well, there's a, probably at least a 40% chance of it working. That's good enough. Right. And then, of course, the power goes out, right when they need to defibrillate her. Ooh, yeah. Or more than that, I mean, the EMP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, my first thing is, Simmons is doing CPR very wrong. <laughs> no breaths. I mean, I just took a CPR class because we have to do it before the kids come back to work. Which you're not coming back to work, so I don't know why we did it. But yeah, I took a CPR <laughs> class. And it's like, it's uh, 30 compressions to two breaths of air. I saw no air, and uh, yeah, she wasn't counting her compressions at all. She was just talking. She could have killed May, or re- re-killed May, or I guess there's no harm she could have done. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what she was thinking at the time like well this will be the only time i can beat up me i'll mm-hmm. take the chance right <laughs> <laughs> i would believe that if, if sims like punched her in the eye in the face right before she started doing it <laughs> i knocked her out i did it <laughs> i mean she did kill me she did mm-hmm. well radcliffe killed me oh damn I, I was gonna ask who actually did it i couldn't remember yeah um yeah, and then May, you know, they give her defibrillation with Ada's power source that's conveniently compatible with that defibrillator. And she wakes up and she's fine. No side effects at all. She's ready to go. Like you really would if you died for seven minutes. Yeah, no no brain damage or anything. No. Yeah. Uh, what is it? After five minutes of no air, you have uh-huh. permanent brain damage? According to this, it specifically said seven minutes. Okay. So- so, I mean, I believe this more than science. <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> Actually, that does sound familiar. Uh, so when I was a kid, I remember watching the Guinness World Records TV show. Yeah. And I remember one guy who held his breath for over five minutes. So I, I guess that actually sounds about right. The seven minute thing. Well, it's it's different than holding your breath. Because it's about the oxygen getting to your brain. And, like, if you're holding your breath, your blood's still pumping. It might have a little less oxygen. If your blood's not pumping, like, she, her, she's dead. There's no new air at all, oxygen at all, coming to her brain. 
Yeah, good point. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All, right. All right. And then like the other stuff too with with their body. <laughs> like no. Oh yeah. Body. Yeah. There's yeah. those issues. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Anything else for Simmons and Radcliffe and May? Uh, no, nothing. Nothing with them. Um. I mean, I guess. I. I guess it's good that that Simmons didn't ask uh, Dr. Radcliffe questions about the little battery thing because, I mean, my assumption is he's not allowed to do any type of work and even that battery probably violated the agreement that he, he signed, but... Okay. That's true. Yeah, and, I mean, that's something that they should have followed up on because with Simmons and her lie detector test, you can't just ignore stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Oh, well. Or maybe Simmons got lucky and they didn't like press questions on that with Radcliffe. True. <clears throat> All right, you ready to move on? Yeah, let's let's go. Who's the the next set of <laughs> characters? Let's do uh, Daisy and Robbie because Yo-Yo's tied up with Mac and the rest of them. Okay, yeah, sounds good. So the EMP hits LA, mm-hmm. And um, Robbie's car is the only car without a computer in it in all of Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Yeah, even <laughs> it's not it's not like LA is a car town or anything. Um, I wish like Daisy mentions that it's just like your car doesn't have a computer, so it's still the only one running. Um, I wish they didn't say that because we could have been like it's a demon car. So that's why it's still running. <laughs> yeah, that that would make a lot more sense. Um, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, okay, it makes sense that that one car in those you know four city blocks is the only one moving. I would buy that one, that line. Like maybe they'll see another car moving, and they're like, oh, okay, it's a similar type. Like that, that yeah. would you know feel a little bit better. Um, but this also gives me the question of I have no idea how an emp works because my assumption was it like actually fries the electronics it fries like mm-hmm. whatever has electricity going through it at the time yeah. which um i'm under the impression that spark plugs also have electricity going but i have no idea how those are used i know nothing about cars okay so. um you are right um i the little i do know about cars um yeah they do have electricity going through them um the fact that it's a repetitive or like a continuous emp makes sense why other cars wouldn't turn on but not why his car runs <laughs> yeah exactly um so maybe his radio doesn't work <laughs> maybe i mean again it's a hell car if we could just gone with that explanation <laughs> yeah that that would have worked that, yeah uh, yeah oh well right. yeah also <laughs> i mean this is from another movie, so the science might be wrong. But in uh, War of the Worlds, the um, Tom Cruise, Steven Spielberg directed movie, the aliens do an EMP and it destroys every car's celluloid. Um, and they just—I think it's celluloid. I think that's what they call it. I don't know that much about cars, so but something electronic in it and it destroys everyone that was connected at all, and they have to replace it with fresh ones to get it running. Okay. Yeah, but again, I don't know if that's accurate because it's just from another movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we can't trust Hollywood science. No, <laughs> we really can't. Uh, continuous EMPs don't exist. EMPs barely exist. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So we get a little conversation about the what the spirit of vengeance and how he's trying to get rid of him but, yeah uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah so robbie is like he keeps trying to think of different ways like oh maybe if i do this it'll get it'll go away nope nope that didn't work maybe if i do this nope that didn't work yeah i mean he goes out he's like okay gang members who put his brother in a wheelchair acceptable mm-hmm. uh random other people's stuff also acceptable the victims of his uncle just based on his uncle's word that they were doing bad things not acceptable. Well, I agree, not acceptable, but then he found out they're ghosts and oh, want to do a lot of damage to the city? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's racist, honestly. Being a ghost, just because they're ghosts doesn't mean they're evil. Haven't you seen Casper? 
I mean, it's been a long time, but yeah. um, if I remember correctly, Casper is the only one who is friendly because that's why he has the title, the friendly ghost, the the one and only. I mean, he doesn't know every ghost. All right, fine. <laughs> He's just real conceited. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'd buy that one. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. hmm. And well, oh, never mind. I was say, and Ghost Rider, but he's not friendly. He may be a good guy, <laughs> but he's not friendly. That is true. More of an anti-hero kind of thing. Yeah. Or he's a guy, so he's an uncle hero, but whatever. All right, we'll just let that go. <laughs> That's good. All right. <laughs> um. So yeah, so they get into a fight with the the gang members who are going after Gabe. Um. Mm-hmm. One of his powers is he can control how hot the car is. <laughs> and in which spot, too, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's real convenient if you can, if it works the other way. If you can cool your car down, you don't even need to like, waste the gas that an air conditioner would eat up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That I mean, which is great in this scenario, because I'm sure that air conditioner is not working right now. That's true. I mean, it's probably electric for reasons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, um, yeah, I mean, Daisy breaks her arm, like shatters her arm, I guess. Um, well, it's it's been hurting, right? Like it's it's been yeah. hurting for a while, so like yeah. she's just adding to that fracture. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I have too much because I have um stuff about Gabe, his discussion with Daisy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we can go on to that. Honestly, like that's all I have. Like these characters didn't do too much this episode. Just kind of set things up a little bit, I guess, for next week's episode. Now that I think yeah. about it, yeah. yeah. I think the yo-yo, um, yo-yo section had the biggest, the most meat in it. Oh yeah. So do you want to go yo-yo and then talk about the rest of the crew when they meet up? Yeah. It, doesn't the Gabe stuff like isn't that separate? Well, I have. I feel really bad about this because of Gabe's predicaments, but he's in the guy in the chair section. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds good. We'll, we'll move on to the other team. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Yo-Yo's in Miami. Mm-hmm. She's at the uh, that trip that we heard about her talking about in the season premiere. Yeah. So yeah, she's um um. Yeah, so the power goes out. She's at this bridesmaid, or was it bridal shower? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I actually couldn't tell if it was that or if it was like a bachelorette party. I had yeah, no idea. Yeah, probably a bachelorette party. She has a sash. I've, okay. I haven't been to either, so I don't know when you get the sash. <laughs> I mean, if I had a choice, I would take the sash at every possible um Avenue. Well, I mean, like, if you if you were the bride, you'd wear the sash from proposal day till the wedding. Just 100%. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you got to enjoy it. Milk those days. I know. Um, yeah. All, all those brides right now that are having to um, postpone the wedding because of COVID, mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of enjoying that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. My friend, <laughs> actually, my friend is postponing her wedding. And, you know, she's thrilled because she gets to wear the sash extra time. Mm-hmm. That's yep. that's totally how she's feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no stress, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, power goes out in at least most of Miami, or at least a big chunk of the section they're in. Mm-hmm. There's no phones, no TV, no radio, no communication outside of who you can talk to, right? Uh-huh. And the guy runs up and says, it's in human rebellion. The guys downstairs just told me. How do they know? <laughs> uh, well, word spreads fast. <laughs> Who told no. those people? Did they drive in from other areas just to tell them? Yeah, that's a good point. So, if I understand, Miami was the first city hit, right? I believe so. Or maybe a couple of cities were hit simultaneously, but at least it was the earliest one. Okay. So, yeah. so they they couldn't have heard about the other cities ahead of time. True. So. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. There's there's nothing for that. They they just wanted to tell the other people, the the audience, that this yeah. is what's going on. I guess. You know, on that note, 
we get like when they're watching the EMPs happen, they're we're getting news footage of the rioting in like LA and stuff. <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> um oh telephoto lens. Okay. How many helicopters flew into the area and crashed before they realized that? Like three or four. Okay. Yeah. One from every major station. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they yeah. they all sent the the good one, um, and then they decided not to try it again. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're making a giant uh, display like these um, human or the watchdogs are, um, maybe an EMP is not the best thing because it's just like a total media blackout in that area. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, which I guess would be interesting. Um, so, so I guess the question we have is, and cause I already mentioned this, uh, when an EMP goes off, it, it actually breaks the electronics. Yes. Um, is that what happened? Like, did they break all of the electronics of all of these cities in the spots where they did it? Or no. was this... Okay, so so the EMP that we get in the show is just turning it off while it's in the zone. Yes, because, I mean, doesn't all the power come on as soon as they turn off the EMP at the end? You're right. Okay. Yeah. So then I guess that means that whatever film crews that were trying to get <laughs> that, that film, they walked in like, oh, things broke. All right, I guess I'll go back. And then they go... You know, it just immediately turns back on. Yeah, exactly. So, and they're like, "Oh, well, I guess we just won't cross this line." And then they yeah. started recording things. I could yeah. buy that one. I could buy that one too, but I still think the most likely thing, like they want to get air footage. That's what they do all the time. So they to send in the helicopters first. Oh yeah, those crashed. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no doubt okay. about that. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> just making sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. So yeah, the watchdogs show up and find there are a lot fewer Inhumans than I thought there were. If they like, uh, I feel like they hit Miami because of Yo-Yo, and they hit LA because of um person who shows up next week, and we can't don't want to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Um. And like they hit probably I feel like they hit Moscow because of one Inhuman. They hit um all the other cities because of like one or two Inhumans. There are a lot fewer Inhumans than I thought there were. I thought it was like mutants and X-Men where there are like thousands of them. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess we, we never get any real information on, on how many exist. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. And now that I think about it, backtracking to the season premiere of this, which now that I'm realizing was only two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Way uh, back. Yeah. Uh, Colson and Mac were, were talking about like their mission, which was as you know, quote unquote, bag and tag the Inhumans, mm-hmm. um, which I guess was just finding them. Um, they they just decided to go with the yeah. very gruesome description of it, um, right? Yeah, and, and and when they were talking about it, they like it kind of sounded like they were just always flying around and maybe finding one or two. So it, it kind of seems like like even they don't have a lot of work to do yeah i mean i mean i guess one in humans a big deal right because it can cause a lot of problems yeah but it's not like a huge portion of the society that i feel like they made it seem like in season two <laughs> yeah that's true oh, i mean that that was yeah I mean, I guess part of it is how many of them would have the gene. And I mean, then... I meant season three, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in season two, um, when we saw uh, afterlife, right? Like, how yeah. many people were there? And these are just the people who can trace their lineage, mm-hmm. who know that they have the gene. But even they weren't a lot of people. It's true. Yeah. So, what? Maybe there's like three hundred inhumans in the world. Yeah, I guess something yeah. around that that number. Yeah. That feels accurate to me. I don't know. You know, I saw I saw some math uh, the other day, uh, mm-hmm. or like a, a picture of of numbers, and <laughs> it was something. Of math. Yeah, a picture of math. It was okay. a nice little painting. Um, 
Yeah, someone Bob Rossed it. They, you know, they, yeah. they messed up and they just turned that number into a tree. Yeah, uh, put some happy little threes in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and, and God, I wish I remember what the numbers were, but it was something like, hey, if you like, you know, if you look at yourself, you have two parents, but that mm-hmm. means that you have to have four grandparents and you have to have. And then I don't remember what the numbers were after that, probably 16 great grandparents, How, however that yeah. number actually goes out, right? Yeah, um, I, I saw that the other day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you, I don't know if you remember, but that's like, now, then you get into like the, yeah, if you were to trace your lineage back so many generations, uh, that's like 2,000 people were involved mm-hmm. in making you. So that means there have to be a lot more Inhumans. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but maybe there are Inhumans that are vegan <laughs> and they never ate fish stuff. <laughs> okay. Right, maybe yeah. that's part of the inhuman gene. You're more predisposed to being vegan. I mean, that's why it's more effective in like the Terra Genesis bomb in the comics that made a bunch of humans show up because Thanos, I think Thanos blew up Terra Genesis crystals and it kind of went the air around the world. And that's how we got like a bunch of inhumans. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. I think it was Thanos. I've never read the actual comic that happened in, but I have read Miss Marvel, which, like, that's her origin. She got her powers from that Terra Genesis bomb. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I I feel like I read something related to that. Oh, yeah. well. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, we find out that uh, Yo-Yo's friends racist against humans. Uh, yeah. And another one of her friends, or at least someone at the party, is a real a-hole. Because he's uh, he's uh, getting this guy killed for doing sleight-of-hand tricks. Okay, I was going to bring that back, or bring that up. Um, is he is he an a-hole, or is he an idiot? Like, or is he scared? I really don't think it's scared. I really do think he's an idiot. Like, this is obvious he's a, he's a, he's, Well, it's, it's an age-old question. Are they stupid, or are they evil? When I say age old, I'm like the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, there there is actually an old saying: uh, "Don't attribute to malice what you can attribute to incompetence." Yeah, I have no idea uh, how old that saying is, but yeah. I heard it like five years ago. Okay, so it's at least half a decade old. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel I think this I think this guy's just an a hole. Really, I that's what I think. I mean, I know. Because that's a first of all, first of all, it's a really lame power. <laughs> if yeah. that's his power, I mean, yes, it, it helped Ant Man with his sleight of hand tricks, <laughs> but also he was like jealous of the guy earlier when he was doing his sleight of hand tricks. Oh, okay, I didn't remember that part. Yeah, okay, but but he's going to get this man killed. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and maybe going back to the is he an a hole question. Uh, maybe that's his plan. Get this one guy killed, and so then they know, okay, the Inhuman is gone, and everyone else is safe to leave. Maybe that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. So this guy's a hero, you're saying? No, no, I, I think he's like just trying to get himself out of this situation. He wants to live, and he's okay getting someone else killed for it. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think at this point, uh, Mac, Fitz, and Coulson come into the picture, right? Yes, yeah. So, like, right after they find out that Yo-Yo is the Inhuman that they're yeah. looking for. Yeah, the the whole team of those three people who showed up. <laughs> Show up. Yeah, I, well, Yo-Yo doing that, I don't know what the right thing would have been for her to do, but I feel like that wasn't the good move for her, stealing the guns and just dropping them in the plant next to her. I think stealing the guns was the right move. But I think dropping them in the plant next to her was the bad move. She had time. She was fast. Yeah. Also, she probably didn't expect her friend or sister, whoever that was, to be anti-Inhuman, or at least that much. Uh, yeah, I guess. I wasn't like I thought in one of the earlier scenes, the like her friend said something about Inhumans. Yeah, she did. She did. But I think what Yo-Yo's thought process was, yeah, but. She, this person cares about me, so she'll still be on my side. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, so Mac, Fitz, and Coulson drive into the EMP zone. Unless I don't have anything for before that section for them. 
Yeah, ne- neither do I. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, no, this is where I have the news about how did they get the news footage of rioting. But also, um, Colson's arm stopped working, which I thought was really good detail. Because um, I feel like that's a part you can easily forget that he has a robot arm. <laughs> yeah. Which is nice. Also, just kind of a side note. So they drove into the blackout zone. So mm-hmm. I guess it's a good thing that whatever plane they flew to get out there didn't go through this zone. Otherwise, oh, that true. plane would have gone down. That's true. The Zephyr, the largest plane ever built. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, if Coulson's arm turns off, there's no safeguards on that plane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that plane yeah. goes going down. And then that would have been a whole different movie or show yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, oh, go ahead. So one of the things I really, really liked about this fight scene is, uh, you know, you see Mac coming out. You see Coulson coming out and fighting. Actually, mm-hmm. watching Coulson fight was kind of fun because I'm just imagining him, like, throwing that, um, you know, that that paperweight basically of a fist around yeah kind of like how we saw in season two of daredevil when he had that gun taped to his hand and he was just mm-hmm. using that to beat people that was fun and then fitz fitz actually gets in on the action did you notice he stabbed a guy in the hand <laughs> i did not notice that i thought you were jumping ahead to when he's using the fire extinguisher at the end no i did not know that he stabbed a guy in the hand no i had to rewind it because <laughs> i wanted to figure uh, uh, mainly i actually wanted to figure out what he used to stab the guy in the hand like he he, some guy had his hand on like a, a block of like guess concrete or something, mm-hmm. uh, and Fitz stabs the guy in, in the hand. <laughs> what what did he stab him with? I I don't know. I couldn't okay. tell. Um, it's possible it was a knife or scissors. I I'm honestly not sure, but <laughs> something to that effect. I'm, Maybe a pencil because he's got those pencils that for um, he was going to use to triangulate the EMP. Yeah, those can be sharp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Joker <laughs> killed a guy with one. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yep. Uh, there we go. Yeah, and and Fitz is like a mini Joker. Apparently, that's I guess that's that's what we're we're going with here. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yep. Someday we're gonna see evil Fitz. I'm sure. Well, well, this maybe. is the the uh, uh, ah t- Tony. What's that word? I always forget what it is. Um, Pre-shadowing? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. This is foreshadowing. I'm sure that's exactly what's going to happen. Yep. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, so they capture all those guys, and um, Coulson shoots the guy in the chest. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? He had a bulletproof vest, but what if Coulson was wrong? He didn't <laughs> know until he took the vest off. Are you sure? I mean, he was punching uh, people. He could have punched someone okay. in the chest and felt it. It's true. I mean, I feel like he opened it up, like, just to make sure. <laughs> I got that feeling. Like, I'm pretty sure he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Oh, sh- shoot. I should probably check after I shoot him. <laughs> yeah. You know what else would also be a good idea? Um, icers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do they keep flipping back and forth <laughs> using real bullets versus icers? What if he shot him and Colson was like, oh god, I forgot to switch it back. <laughs> oh, so you think the gun has both both ammos? I think or is so. it just I think clip? it's like um the phaser in the 2009 Star Trek that just flips back and forth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, maybe I think we talked about this before. I honestly think there's a clip. They're like same type of clip, you just put an icer clip in or you put a real bullet clip in. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. How many of the nameless shield agents do you think accidentally kill people because they've messed up? Oh, oh, scores of them, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Every um, time it's found out, they're actually fired, which is why Coulson had such a hard time um, building up shield. <laughs> and Mace or uh, Jeffy Mac just doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That rule is totally gone. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Fair. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they they use old school compasses to find out the source of the EMPs, which you know using the magnet of the electromagnetic pulse, mm-hmm. and then they save the day. <laughs> um, yeah. So I did not look into if this science 
um, is real, if it would work that way. Uh-huh. I don't actually know. Um, I, but my my assumption is that what they were trying to do was triangulate where things were. Yeah. And they needed to be in more than just that one spot to actually do that. No, but they walked around the roof every time. They changed. They moved like six feet every time. Yeah, you need like more than six <laughs> feet. <laughs> you need to be like, okay, now half a mile to the west. Yeah. Okay, half a mile north. Uh, all right. <laughs> You're right. I did like this fight scene at the end. Just the, the flashing lights and the style of seeing like half a second of a fight at a time. I thought it was cool. Especially with what we talked about, Fitz using the fire extinguisher like a badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a cool effect, but it it it's a little hard to watch, at least for me. Like I think it's one of those things like some people have trouble watching it. That that flashing stuff, I never liked mm-hmm. it. That's fair. I mean, I really enjoy it. I don't like the super strobe lights. Like I remember as a kid I went to a haunted house and they had the strobe light effects and that that just it made me sick even without the guy walking towards you at the time. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I'm done with our heroes, though. Is there anything else you want to talk no, about? No, I'm, I'm good. Really? I just really wanted to make sure that I told everyone that Fitz stabbed a guy in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm good. Because if you didn't know, now you know. All right. <laughs> Moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! So, who do you want to start with? Oh, uh, I I guess the the watchdogs. I you know I didn't good. really write down too many too many notes. Good. Uh, That's the only villains I have. Oh god, I was trying to think <laughs> who else to go with. But yes, no, no trick questions, Tony. This is me. Is this what it's like every time uh, I do an ad read? Yes, hundred percent. Oh man. All right, I'll stop doing that. No, I won't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so they're portraying themselves as Inhumans, right? On TV. Yeah, on TV and in the the press stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, my first note because I didn't remember they were Watchdogs when I was watching this until the reveal. Um, that they are the Brotherhood of quote unquote evil mutants from the X Men comics. They're the Brotherhood of evil mutants in the comic books, which I think is a really terrible name because it doesn't get people <laughs> on your side. But they're just the Brotherhood of mutants in the movies. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So it's like uh, we got. Inhuman Magneto, which is the guy who died. Oh, I forgot one important note from earlier. Okay. Actually, maybe? No, it's in my 12% of plan. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, and so uh, Evil Magneto, the guy from um, uh, one of Hive's henchmen, would be in that. What other Inhumans would be in the Brotherhood of Evil Inhumans? <laughs> like, as as far as, like, comparing them to mutants in general? Yeah. Comparing them to the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know who they are from the comics, really. Uh, so I don't know what mutants are in them. Um, I don't know I... either. We've, oh. we've talked about how little we read the comics. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, in the movie, is there a toad in human? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, we're we're gonna have to really look out for these Inhumans when we get to the Inhumans TV show. That's true. They've got some weird Inhumans in that show. At least weird powers. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they had to think up so many, so they actually like pulled out the books or something. And, All right. What have we got? <laughs> yeah. That's true. With the options, yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. We talked about a lot of this stuff already. Oh, they have the list from the Sokovia Accords. Yes. So, 
I had that in my 12% of the plan. But yeah, let's let's talk about this now. So they have the names and they said addresses of the Inhumans. But mm-hmm. um, considering that they went to Miami where yeah. Yo-Yo does not live, um, I assume that they're not using the addresses. And actually, we do get a, a def- definitive answer next week. So it's, it's not addresses. But... Um, so Sokovia Accords has an inhuman registration list, which which we know, right? In, in the season premiere, uh, Mac uh-huh. mentioned that to Yo-Yo, that yeah, she had to sign this thing. Um, so is is the Sokovia Accords, or does the do, do the Accords have a specific list for inhumans? I'm wondering if that was like built in, or is it like just powered people in general? And like, like if, if the, let's say, for example, Robbie Reyes was on this list. Right, yeah. Being, um, uh, being Ghost Rider, would would they have found him the same way? Would he be on the list because he's not inhuman? Um, and I, I think they have. Do, do they have a test, like a medical test? I mean, no, I there's there is a DNA test because don't they have extra chromosomes or something like that? Twice as many. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I assume he has the same normal amount of. Yeah. I mean, I bet half of them are like on fire or something, but they're the same amount. <laughs> no, um, I think it's any powered person because they've got like they kind of got to hedge their bets a little bit since like Jessica Jones is out there and like Kilgrave is publicized at that point, and like none of the Avengers are Inhumans, so like they know they can get powers from other places. Okay, got it. So, so probably the terminology huh. is like any enhanced beings or something like that, because that's what okay. Cap calls them, which makes sense. Um, yeah. All right. I, I just because it feels like here they were talking about Inhumans, so maybe maybe it's one of those things where they're just so used to dealing with Inhumans, they mm-hmm. assume that any any new enhanced power person is an Inhuman. Like when Daisy was talking to Robbie. Yeah, I mean by the numbers, Inhumans are way more common than. Gamma radiated people or guys bitten by spiders. Yeah, I mean in the MCU at least. Super guys bitten by spiders. So just people bitten by spiders in general. There are probably more of those. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like this also illustrates what Cap was worried about. On like the UN is run with people by agendas, and agendas change. I actually went to the movie to get that. Uh huh. Especially since we find out that these people are funded by a senator at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, was that this episode? That was sure? the the post credit like tag thing. Was her in the house, and then her brother is going through like still in the Terragenesis pod thing cocoon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was this episode because she was watching the announcement of Shield becoming mm-hmm. public. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so since by putting these people on the list, it puts them in danger. Yeah, which is exactly what Cap was saying. Yeah, in, one of uh, these Yeah, yep. So in the end, Cap was right. Well, you say enough things, eventually everyone's right. Eh, no, that's not true. Oh, all right, then fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, that's all I have. For the ending. And the, uh, the villains? I mean, for the villains, yeah. <laughs> for the ending of the villains. <laughs> All right. Yeah, same here. So, yeah. Okay, let's uh, move on. Take a, take a quick break. Pay some bills. All right. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. All right, Tony, um, on a scale of yes to no, do you like scary things like movies or haunted houses? Seven and a half. Well, not everyone is like you. (laughs) Some people don't like getting banned for life from certain haunted houses that let their zombie clowns jump out at you from the ceiling, forces you to to attack, forcing you to attack with a machete. Anyway, for people who lean towards the no side of that yes no scale there's adrenal down an eye drop you use to lower the sudden rush of adrenaline your body creates when you get scared it's very easy to use step one wait until you're scared step two 
Pull out the one-time use package of Adrenal Down. Step three, attach the eye flush attachment to the bottle. Step four, completely flush your left eye, then your right eye. The order matters a lot. Step five, immediately rinse out the eye flush attachment. It'll rust. Step six, when you have a minute, properly dispose of the Adrenal Down bottle in your nearest biohazard disposal unit. Step seven, enjoy the next 30 minutes of non-scary bliss. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free circus cape. A circus what? Cape. A circus cape. cape. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you said. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I had I had nothing for the the promo code, so I went on IMDb and the <laughs> writer or the director. I think it was the I think it was the writer uh, for this episode of Agents of Shield. Um, did a lot of stuff for the Cape TV show. Ah, I remember that existing. I never yeah. watched it. <laughs> I saw like the first two or three episodes and and that was it. <laughs> All yeah. right, supporting characters? Yeah. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Um, like I said earlier, Gabe. I feel bad for putting him the guy in the chair. But there he is. <laughs> the the first uh, literal guy in the chair. Yes. Uh, um, so Gabe, uh, first of all, when they pick him up and he sees the he has a gun to his head and then uh, Daisy quakes the guy away. Does, I don't know if it's bad acting or he, this guy's really confident, but he did not seem scared at all or startled by superpowers, even a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, I mean, is he is he like really used to being shot at? Maybe that's it. Well, that is how he got in a wheelchair. I'm not sure shot, but gang violence. Okay. And and you'd think you'd be more concerned because you know how bad it hurts. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> also, I honestly, I don't like this guy, this kid. Um, he's in uh, the Walking Dead spinoff, Fear of the Walking Dead. I only watched like half of the first season because it wasn't very good. But uh. he was really not very good in it. <laughs> oh, the the actor? Yeah, the actor. And oh. he played a psychopath who betrayed everybody. Spoilers for like the first half of the first season of Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, that's not too bad. It's not like a finale or something. True. But I, um, yeah, I just don't trust this kid, and I'm always real, real, um, worried about him. <laughs> He's got those shifty eyes. Exactly. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I mean, he is smart, though. I'll give him that, as far as a character. He, uh, pretty quickly figured out that Daisy is Quake. Yeah. So, there's, there's that. That's it. That's all I've got. It's <laughs> <That's> fair. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other side yeah. characters? I mean, uh, Mace goes public with S.H.I.E.L.D., which, like, after a major Inhuman-related um, event, I don't know is the best timing. Really? I, I kind of think it was the opposite, because what he he basically was saying, yeah, uh, you know, Inhumans, um, they weren't really the bad guys. Also, we saved everyone, us at S.H.I.E.L.D. Woohoo, look at us, we've got to win. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because I inherently, like, not to get political, but I don't think most of us trust the government, and that's where my mentality is at. So I'm thinking, like, wow, this is awfully convenient that this former Nazi um, <laughs> government group um, say, quote-unquote saved us from potentially many people dying. I mean, many people died in these attacks. I feel like it's real easy to say it's a hoax. Yeah, that, that's fair. Well, to be fair, I, I think at the time, less people said government things were hoaxes. True, but I mean, people have thought things were hoaxes for a long, long time. I mean, some people believed that these the moon landing was a hoax. Well, I mean, they're idiots, but... Uh, <laughs> 
but no, I mean, you're, you're right. But the, yeah, that's, that's one of those things. Like, I feel like in recent years, at least here in the US, probably a lot of other countries too, um, that's kind of become a, a default for a lot of people to believe that okay. you know, certain things are hoaxes. When back then it was, you know, less numbers in general. It's it's not like, I'm not going to hear someone say something and think, I wonder how many people aren't going to believe this. But now, you know, that has to I be mean, one I... of the first thoughts. Yeah, now, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, I think that's all I have for the guys in the chairs. All right, I do yeah. have one. Um, okay. So Ada, um, Radcliffe at one point, because when when Simmons and May were coming over to Radcliffe's house, he told yeah. Ada that he had her or that she had to quote go to sleep, right? So he had to turn her off. Mm-hmm. Um. She seemed sad, right? Like the actress kind of giving those facial emotion kind of things. Does she mm-hmm. have feelings? Are those programmed into her? I bet. I think they're programmed into her. Okay. Um, for reasons we'll go to later in the season, I don't think she has emotions at this point. Okay. It makes sense. But just like the that interaction yeah. between the two of them just kind of made me think like, there, there's there's something like with her kind of brewing in, mm-hmm. in that sense like okay yeah. interesting that's true um do you think she dreams of electric sheep uh maybe maybe something else electric uh okay. yeah. do you know that reference yeah i know it's a reference to uh blade runner yeah the, 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 do androids dream of electric sheep is the book blade runner is based off of gotcha oh okay all right, moving on to 12%. Yeah. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% with credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 months older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am groomed. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? So, one line. I have one thing to talk about in this section. <laughs> okay. Um, Coulson says, or maybe Coulson or in a conversation with Mac, uh, Mace or something like that. But it said that there was only one person who could cause these EMPs, Lincoln Campbell. And he's mm-hmm. dead. So they know for a fact there's only one inhuman to ever have the same powers as any other inhuman. <laughs> well, I, I guess they don't know that for a fact, but they've only ever... Well, okay, maybe so far in their discovery of people with inhuman powers, they have yet to see overlap. That's possible. It's possible. It is. I think it's a very foolhardy assumption. <laughs> especially with however many generations there are and they happen to meet the one guy in history who has electric powers or the one <laughs> woman in history who has super speed that are kind of basic superpowers yeah that's true i mean my assumption is that they were probably also talking about like the inhumans that they know of like of the ones that we know only yeah. one of them ever had the power to do this um, yeah, and more Inhumans are popping up here and there, but I like we were talking about this earlier, right? It's probably super infrequent, so much so mm-hmm. that Coulson and Mac are bored whenever they're on the plane. True, but then again, like if these people, we know they're watchdogs, but if they were actually Inhumans, they're a bunch of untracked Inhumans, so you can't know what powers they have. That's true. Yeah, maybe they just have EMP powers, which would make sense. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, it would make sense, but then again, would they have that many of them in that many cities? No, but you don't know how their powers work. Maybe you can turn everything off, not be an EMP, be a different type of technology or effect, and you can have that effect last for hours while they whoosh them off to another city. That's true. They they yeah. do already know of a person who can teleport. Okay. Yep. Exactly. But he's dead. He's the only one who can teleport. <laughs> That's true. We We never... I mean, a little bit of a spoiler. We never see another teleporter again in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so, yeah. It's true. Or, I mean, so far in um, in the MCU. But Nightcrawler will show up someday. 
<laughs> we'll see. Yeah, he probably will. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else you have for 12%? Uh, yeah, actually, I do have a few. Okay. Um, okay, so S.H.I.E.L.D. is announced to the public. You know, we mm-hmm. see that right at the end of the season. So last season, season three, uh, I think I remember at some point saying, like, why is Daisy, uh, specifically calling out Daisy, and I think Mac also, but Daisy all the time when she wanted to interview someone, she's like, hey, I'm an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. I need to ask you a couple of questions. They weren't a thing at the time. And I think I remember <laughs> complaining about it too. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I wonder how many people she interviewed saw this announcement. like, hey, well, who was that girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And then the next one, um, I've, I've been debating when to ask this question. But I, I guess now is a good time to ask. Um, and I actually thought I was going to ask this later. Uh, like, I had a specific scene in mind, but I also thought that happened sooner. So, um, now that S.H.I.E.L.D. is back, mm-hmm. do the Avengers know that Coulson is alive? No. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Because they just didn't get around to telling him. Especially since Coulson <laughs> is not the face of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, I would imagine that Stark maybe is at least a part of knowing about it. So, okay, Cap and, you know, those others, they're they're on the run. They uh-huh. probably don't know unless they're talking to Fury because uh, Fury would know about um, S.H.I.E.L.D. coming back, right? Like, like, this has been months of S.H.I.E.L.D. getting ready to do a public announcement. Um, and I don't know if Stark is in any way still associated with with shield or anything like that also don't know if roadie is in any way associated um yeah i don't think fury is associated with shield anymore well not on the books i mean yeah i mean i he's just got his own helicarrier flying around (laughs) oh that's right (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to think before this one was the last time we saw nick fury and it was the helicarrier that colson gave him yeah, the, the end of Age of Ultron. So yeah. we have to assume that he kept it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I assume that, that Fury it has some form of contact with Coulson every so often, in a sense, right? Um, and in addition to that, I mean, we asked, what was it, back in this last week, I think is, is when it was, when um, when Jeffrey Mace, the, the new director, was saying that he needed you know actual funding from someone else because S.H.I.E.L.D., no longer has the limitless funding that they used to have when Coulson was in charge. Yeah. So, I mean, hmm. internally to government agencies, I, I feel like other organizations already knew about S.H.I.E.L.D. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, whatever Coulson's girlfriend's name was, she was part oh. of... Oh, my God, I can't remember. We didn't do this too long ago. <laughs> the The violinist? No, the one who got killed by Ward. Oh, that's right. Oh, um, I mean, that was season two. But yes. Okay. Um, Lady Coulson is what we kept yeah. calling her. Yes. But you're right. I can't remember her name. Yeah, but she was part of another government agency who knew about S.H.I.E.L.D. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I also, no, that was season three. Never mind. Anyway, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. It didn't feel that long. It was in it the was... first half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that like... was like part of the mid-season finale. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because season two was all afterlife. I'm like, no, that doesn't... No. <laughs> but yeah. I mean... I I have logistic... I have problems thinking that Fury is still involved with S.H.I.E.L.D. Because I feel like he... Would take a much bigger role. Okay. Just knowing who Fury is. Yeah, that's a good point. Huh. Yeah. Although we still don't know who he was talking to in, um, like, <laughs> at the end of Endgame when they're driving around. Like, who yeah. is who is he and Hill reporting to in... Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he's he's doing stuff. Like, uh, my is. assumption is that Fury, once, once he announces to the world that he's alive at the end of Age of Ultron, like... He starts doing stuff again. No idea what that is, but yeah, yeah, really don't know. I mean, 
hopefully we'll get an answer in Black Widow. Because it takes place between. It takes place after um, after Ultron. Maybe we'll get at least a sentence about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, hopefully something. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. And I might bring this question up again later this season. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's a specific scene I had in mind, so I'll, I'll mention it then. But, uh, and, and again, maybe I'll also mention this at later episodes. Cause I, I keep thinking, like I said, at some point, I think that the Avengers know Coulson is alive and this type, the, basically this time frame is what I kept having in my head was when shield was announced to the world again. Okay. Yeah, if you have something in mind, we'll talk about it. But right. like when it comes up. <laughs> Other, other I, than that, I'm not allowed to. Okay, that's fair. Well, I mean, you said you had a moment in mind. Or were you talking about this moment? Oh, uh, I mean, as a time frame, yeah. But no, there's there's a specific scene. Um, and I'll, I'll mention that. I, okay. it, it's sometime in the next couple weeks. It's not okay. next week's episode, but yeah. All right, I want the evidence. Because I'm, I'm like, I feel like <laughs> there's no way that's right. But if you have something to back it up, I'll wait for the evidence. Okay, that's fair. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, it's time to rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, how are we rating this episode? Well, how many... um, EMP pulses. Are we going to rate this episode? Um, I would give this one two and a half EMP pulses. I like the yo-yo stuff, and then when Fitzmac and the Colson show up, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going with pretty much the same thing. Um, I remember last season of agents of shield we we were talking about the watchdogs because they first showed up there mm-hmm. and i remember thinking man i really don't like the storylines <laughs> involving the watchdogs and you know now we're just really getting them in it um and i don't remember how many episodes they actually show up for but i just don't care <laughs> that's that's it like uh it's it it's not it's not like a big bad evil character i mean it kind of is because they're still being you know manipulated by someone else in a sense right we we get that assumption at the end of this episode um but it's i don't know it's just one of those things they're not really fighting like hydra or aim it's just eh, yeah yeah i agree mm-hmm. um all right well with that high note join us <laughs> next time as we cover agent shield season four episode four let me stand next to your fire and remember to follow us on twitter and give us that rating as always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 3, Uprising. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. <laughs>